All right, good evening. What's going on, everybody? This is a special edition of the Rye Pod. Uh, some kind of breaking news. I guess this happened a couple days ago, or this was, we're recording this on Thursday. So this was Wednesday morning. The news broke. The Washington football change, Washington football team is making a change at the starting quarterback position. Dwayne Haskins goes to the bench. Kyle Allen will get the start on Sunday afternoon against the Los Angeles Rams. Joining me tonight is a fellow Washington football team fan who was on the podcast last week. Mr. Garrett Allegra, uh, before we get to his reaction, uh, I'll just say the news was stunning. Um, maybe it wasn't as surprising now looking back on it. We should have seen the signs. This seems like it was trending this way. But, you know, it's still a stunner. First round pick from 2019, benched after 11 starts. So, Garrett, um, welcome to the sh- uh, show again. Thanks for uh, talking with me tonight for this breaking news. What was your reaction when you heard the news that Haskins would be moving to the bench? Yeah, thanks for having me on again, making everybody listen to my voice for the second time in uh, about a week's time. <laughs> uh, I really appreciate that. Sure. Um, but my initial reaction to the news, I guess that was, what, Wednesday morning? Yeah. Um, was shock <laughs> um when i got the espn notification i was like wait did, did i read that right he's coming off a 300 yard game 70 percent completion percentage uh through a couple touchdowns i think like what um and then i kind of went to why would ron do this after what he said the entire time is his focus right now is the long-term development of the team um, you know, he saved those timeouts at the end of two games in a row against the Browns and against the Cardinals yeah. um, and said, I'm doing it to protect these guys. They're a young team. We're building something for the future or whatever. But then he builds the quarter. He benches the quarterback that could be the quarterback of the future for this franchise. You know, whether you believe he will be that or not uh, is your opinion, but He's your best chance, and I don't think Kyle Allen's your best chance at that. So he benches him after four starts, after his best one of the season. I just, I, I just didn't understand the move. I mean, there's, there's a few things you could point to. There's a few things Ron pointed to, and we'll, 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 we'll we got a lot to cover here. We've got to talk about Dwayne. We've got to talk about um, Kyle Allen, a third, right. a third quarterback that probably will take some snaps this year. Shockingly mm-hmm. to us. And then where we go, you know, where Dwayne's career is going, we got a lot to get to. But we'll start here. The Ravens game on Sunday. Um, like you said, 32-45, 314 yards, a rushing touchdown. Did not turn the ball over. Um, yeah, it's hard It's hard to see get someone getting benched on that. But, I mean, Ron said, <clears throat> uh, excuse me, all this week that, um, yeah, I mean, we... We were giving him a gripe for calling the fourth and goal from the 13-yard line or whatever it was, the 9-yard line. I, I don't remember off the top of my head where it was. And Dwayne, it, was, it was a 13, and, he, and Dwayne threw it to the 9. Yeah, yeah he, threw, okay, he threw a check down on fourth down. Like, mm-hmm. duh, you can't do that if you're a quarterback. Stup, stupid mistake. Yeah, it's fourth down. You have one down to get to the end. It's not like it's fourth and two. It's fourth and goal. You know, I get it. But, yeah, at the same time, you know, Ron made that call, and maybe we were down twenty-eight to ten, I think, or whatever it was. But we did have to go for it. And you say he kept saying like that was a test for Dwayne, and you know what happened happened. And then there's you could compound the missed throw to Peyton Barber in the flat that was just awful. I mean, it, you know, right. it's just stuff like that. And that then was the bad. the three, and then I guess going back then to the Browns game where extremely winnable, totally winnable. We had the lead in the fourth quarter or third quarter, late in the third. And Haskins threw three picks in the game and, you know, did not never once gave the team a chance to win. And you could also say that last week he did not. He played fine, but he did Mm -hmm. not give the team a chance to win. And um, that I guess going forward, then it's we've heard all offseason and through the first couple games, like you said, with the whole timeout situation, which. You know, it's going to probably loom large now since Washington is 1-3 and three and the division leader is only a half game up, 1-2-1. Uh, and one. and I guess he said, all right, this division's winnable. We've got three games against division opponents in our next four. Try to win now. And I think he, he kept saying in his press conference yesterday that Kyle Allen knows the system, which is the most, sorry, that's just the most overstated, untrue <laughs> Um, fact that you could say about any quarterback ever. He knows the system. Doesn't mean he's good in the system. You know, we. Right. I'm getting ahead of myself. But um, as far as Dwayne, I guess it's. To me, it's got to be more off the field. Maybe not, maybe not more off the field, but there's there's got to be a lot of off the field stuff 
um, going on. I know you you had you had shown us some um, practice footage, and from what you've been like seeing that um, insiders are talking on Twitter about uh, Dwayne's maybe work ethic or lack thereof. What did you um, find out about that from what you saw? Yeah, so I think this all stems back to the Cleveland game. Um, just like from an outside kind of trying to guess what's going on. Um, in the Cleveland game, he lost us that game. No question about it. We could have won that game if he didn't throw those three interceptions. Uh, probably would have won that game if he didn't throw those three interceptions. Um, and then Ron comes out during the week and starts talking about how he's definitely thinking about going to Kyle Allen in the future. Um, like, because Dwayne hasn't taken the reins yet and he hasn't been showing that he's developing well enough. Um, and I think what was evident in that Ravens game this past weekend was Dwayne was gun shy. Um, mm. He threw 45 passes, which is a lot of passes uh, for him. I think that's definitely the most of his career. But only, uh, I can't remember the exact set, it was like seven or eight of them were beyond 10 yards past the line of scrimmage. And you can't be gun shy when you have a cannon like Dwayne has. It might not be an accurate cannon, but it's a cannon. He can throw it 60 yards down the field, no problem. Um, and you can't, you can't play that way when you have that kind of arm strength. And I think that's what Ron was kind of seeing is like, if your confidence is going to get shaken that easily, um, and you're also reports came out today, uh, today's Thursday that he, his development as far as off the field stuff, like putting in the work to study the opponent, um, putting in work to be a leader off the field hasn't been great. If, if all those things are adding up, then maybe this is the right move if you're trying to win right now. Um, in, in this division, in the NFC East, mm-hmm. you can win right now. Um, whether it's the best move for this team in the future, I guess we'll see. But, you know, after seeing all that stuff, and there was a picture that came out uh, from Thursday's practice of Dwayne just standing there with his arms folded, yeah, not doing that anything. Terrible look. That's um, a terrible yeah, look. Yeah, really bad look. He's like, it looked like he was just pouting. And it's like, all right, dude, you're it's still an NFL athlete, regardless. You have a job. Uh, you're lucky you're one of the few that has an NFL job, you know? Right. Act like you belong here. Like, you, you still have a chance to start in the future anyway. Like, this season. Right now. This season, yeah. he's got a chance to start again. I mean, you didn't really, you really think Kyle Allen's going to step in and take us to the playoffs? No, mm. Kyle Allen is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get to him. But yeah, yeah we'll get going. to him. But just act like a professional. And so after I saw all that, like my initial reaction was, "Why would you do this?" But after I saw all of that, I was like, you know, maybe this is the right move. Maybe it kicks Dwayne in the butt a little bit and gets him to actually work like an NFL quarterback, NFL starting quarterback. Uh, we'll see. But if he, if it, even if it doesn't, then it was the right move to begin with. So. You know, that's just kind of how I feel about it now, is if he's going to act like that, and all of what came out today about him not preparing well is true, then, you know, maybe Ron knows what he's doing. Yeah, I, I agree with uh, basically all of you, just what you just said. Um, I want to go back to 2019. Um, Washington, the then Redskins at that point, not in the greatest situation team-wise. You had Jay Gruden entering his um, sixth season. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, he had to win right now and clearly, um, Haskins fell down draft boards. I mean, it, it, when you got closer to draft day, it seemed like Daniel Jones was going to go ahead of him, whether it was mm-hmm. to the Giants or to the Broncos, whoever had a pick before him. And so he just kind of fell in the Redskins lap. They didn't have to trade up to get him, but I mean, Jay, when you when you're a coach that needs to win right now and like right now, you obviously we know he was fired after the first five games. You know, you're yeah, not. Didn't do a good job of winning right now. No, you're you're <laughs> not uh, to be. Um, it's rare that I'm fair to Jay Gruden, but he's not trying to develop a young quarterback right now that started one year in college. So clearly, that screams that it was a um, a Daniel Snyder draft pick, right? At 15, and we he kind of we kind of made up that. The coaching staff last year seemed to not like the Dwayne pick, so they traded back up to the first round to draft Montez Sweat. And right. giving up two second round picks, which is obviously way overpriced for what Montez Sweat has done so far. But that's not an indictment on Sweat. He's been hurt, you know, it's been it's been a bad team. But like looking back, we could have used at least one of those second rounds back, but that's that's not the point. So the point is, you know, Dwayne comes in a crappy situation, he's thrown into the wolves in that Giants game week four, throws three picks in the second half, he looked terrible. Um, back to the bench after Jay gets fired, and he comes back and starts the last seven games of the year and was pretty meh. Seven touchdowns, seven picks. 
uh, for the season, and then you come into this year, new head coach, new regime that did not draft you, no loyalty to you. So my the discussion I'm trying to get to is, um, I'll get your reaction to what I'm saying is, sure, it might not have been fair to Dwayne and everything, but I don't care. Perform better. You know, you see guys like Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert in, you know, the Bengals have not historically been a great, you know, organization, but he's balling yeah. right now. And right. Justin Herbert, you know, coming off literally, you know, the not the street, but like he tapped on the shoulder five minutes before that Chiefs game week two, say, hey, bud, bub, you're starting. And he comes out and balls out those first three games. He hasn't won, but he's balled out. I mentioned earlier, like we we're not huge Justin Herbert guys, but two of his three games this year are better than anything Dwayne's done. So right. <laughs> um, just what what is your viewpoint on the fairness? I guess the fair shake that Haskins has gotten. From my perspective, I don't care. Play better. Everyone's been in this situation, and you could talk about like the lack of OTAs, no preseason stuff like that. What is your outlook on the fairness that the fair hand that Dwayne was dealt? Look, I'll give the people that are saying it's not fair um, a break for 2019 for sure. That definitely was not fair to Dwayne. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was. Jay Gruden didn't want him, and it was obvious that he didn't want him from day one. He didn't put any effort into into developing him because he wanted Case Keenum to be his starter, as silly as that sounds. And then Colt, um, when he got healthy, you know, he was right, right yeah. out with Colt probably. He, he, thought he, would, he thought he'd be able to contend for a division while Colt rehabs. Case can win him three or four games. That obviously didn't happen, and that he could throw Colt in. That blew up in his face. He was fired after five games. But, yeah, keep going. Right. Um, yeah, so that's that was definitely... He wasn't fair in 2019. And then when Bill Callahan came in, all he wanted to do was run the ball, even though he said he was trying to develop Dwayne. Um, he's an offensive line coach. He wants to run the ball. <laughs> yeah. he, that's, that's what he wants to do. Yeah. Um, but it, as far as 2020 is concerned, how has it not been fair? He went into the offseason unquestioned number one quarterback, in my opinion. You know, Ron said we're going to have competition at every spot, but it was, yeah, it was Dwayne's job to lose the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and sure, he didn't have a full off season, but nobody had a full off season this this uh, year. Nope. You know, it's like Kyle Allen didn't have a full off season. He may know the system already from being Carolina, but you know, Joe Burrow didn't have a full off season. Look what he's doing. Yeah. Justin Herbert didn't have a full off season. Look what he's doing. So it's like, sure, there's no weapons on this team. Our offensive line's bad, but Joe Burrow is doing great things with no offensive line. Justin Herbert has. Keenan Allen is a weapon, but who else is playing Eckler, for them? Like, and Eckler just out? got Eckler just got hurt. Yeah, you know, so, so like if you're going to compare to those two guys, and I mean even Kyler Murray last year didn't have any weapons, and he put up numbers. He's the rookie of the year. He was yeah, he you know he's the starting quarterback for the future for the Cardinals automatically, and he had nobody, including no offensive line, uh, including no running back until the end of the year. Um, so it was like I, I just don't get how it's unfair this year. Yeah, I mean, and you're. I'm seeing that way too much, specifically from the national media, which I've stopped. I've stopped paying attention to when it comes to Washington football because they they don't know what's going on. Uh, they say, I want to clown Dan Orlovsky for a second. Yes, please this do. This dude, he always pops up in my timeline saying some <laughs> dumb crap, dude. I am so tired of this man. <laughs> he is talking about how today on whatever show he's on, I don't even know. NFL Live. Twitter. NFL Live. Yeah, I NFL think. Live. Um. And he was saying, you know, give, don't ask me to produce if you're not giving me the weapons that I need to produce with. Don't ask oh, me to uh, produce. Oh, I'm tired of hearing Dan, that. Dan, what, what did you produce that. in your career, Dan? Yeah. Uh, running out of the in back of the end zone for a safety? Mm. That's the only highlight I've seen from you. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, yes, we've all known. We've known this has been since 2018. The weapons have been not there. But Terry McLaurin is a superstar. Antonio Gibson has shown flashes this year of being a stud running back, you know, out of out in the passing game and just run up the middle. He's, he's, he's a stud back. I don't care about the O-line. You know, Russell Wilson's never had an offensive line. I, you know, never. The, the good quarter. Yeah, I'm not even going to go great. The good quarterbacks can get their teams. They can win games. They can look decent. If they don't right. win games, they can look decent with these lack of weapons. And Dwayne just hasn't shown that. And it's it's been really you know it's been sad it's been it's been not it's just been uh, disappointing I guess is the best word to describe Dwayne's yeah. tenure so far in DC. So then, I mean, if you're going to yeah. talk about good quarterbacks, I think the definition of a good quarterback would be Philip Rivers. And think of all the times he took the Chargers to the playoffs with barely any weapons right. and not a good offensive line. So I mean, if you're going to be a good quarterback, 
you elevate the play of those around you as well. And I haven't seen that from Dwayne at all. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get back to Dwayne probably to close this discussion. But let's let's talk about the guy who will be under center on Sunday. Kyle Allen started 12 games last year for Ron Rivera's Carolina Panthers. Started hot, was four, won his first four, but then he lost seven of his last eight starts. Um, mm-hmm. 17 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Um, knows the system, I guess. Didn't play very yeah. well in the system. I have been New Jay's system. Yeah, and that how did that work <laughs> out? You know, but I've I had been beating the drum all off season and the start of this season. You know, you've got you've got two alleys. You've got if you're two and ten, you keep Dwayne. You know, you you ride Dwayne out, and if he's you're not your guy, then you draft another guy. You're going to be terrible anyway. And if exactly. and if you're three and five or four and four after eight games, and obviously this division will be up for grabs for every team, no matter what the record is, you know, halfway into the season, then you put in Alex Smith if he's healthy and see what you can do to try and win this division right now. If Dwayne continued to struggle at that point. Right. Kyle Allen, the the one quarterback I did not want to see take the field comes in and I'm just, I don't know what to expect from him, whether it's this Sunday or how many games he's going to get this year. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I said it earlier. Kyle Allen's bad. Yeah. Um, so he was an undrafted rookie what two years ago yeah two or um, three now I don't, he wasn't a rookie last year like that i think right. he's a rookie a couple years back so yeah yeah this will be his um, third year i think he came in and was actually surprisingly good first three games last year but that's because nobody really saw what he was doing they just saw hey kyle I don't put up 300 yards today yeah what he was doing was he was checking it down to christian mccaffrey like almost every play and letting Christian McCaffrey run with the ball, doing quick slants to DJ Moore and letting DJ Moore run with the ball. Uh, same for Curtis Samuel. And once people started figuring out that he's not going to throw the ball past 10 yards past the line of scrimmage, they just stack the box. Um, if you focus on Christian McCaffrey, you're going to beat the Panthers. That's what, that's what the motto was last year after mm-hmm. they started figuring out Kyle Allen. Um, so my worry is that that's what we're going to see from him this uh, season. I'd say Terry McLaurin is a much better uh, receiver than DJ Moore yes. personally. Um, so maybe, you know, he gets some, some more production from because Terry's running those quick slants and that's his by far his best route. Um, <laughs> but I don't think Antonio Gibson's anywhere close to Christian McCaffrey. I'll nope. tell you that much. Nope. Um, so not yet anyway, maybe, maybe one day in his career, but, um, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not seeing where Kyle Allen is a step up as far as winning football games, but I can see how Kyle Allen can be a step up as far as running the offense. Yeah, I think, um, Ron's system or Scott Turner's system, I guess Ron's a defensive coach, but I guess the Scott Turner system is, you know, Kyle Allen seems like a guy, I mean, he threw 16 picks last year, that, that's bad, but that means, like, eventually he will try to sling it downfield, I mean, yeah. you know, he, 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 he threw it down the field well in that game against the Redskins, where the Redskins beat them, you know, and got Ron mm-hmm. Rivera fired from Carolina, but... The Darius Bash yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, uh, ill-fated. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I, I think this, they wanted to see... Like you said earlier, Dwayne was gun shy. Kyle maybe makes some of the throws that Dwayne didn't against the Ravens, and Dwayne's not a very mobile guy. I'm not saying Kyle Allen is mobile. Trust me, I'm not saying that. But he will get out of the pocket and is probably, if so, slightly more accurate than Dwayne is in terms of running outside the pocket and finding dudes in the out route or just over the middle. Oh, Dwayne can't throw on the run. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably something they wanted to. That's probably an element they wanted to add to this offense. I do think Kyle Allen could provide that. Um, but in terms of, I don't know of, I just don't know if he's the leader that this team's going to respond to if they want to make a run at this division. And I just don't know how. I don't know how much of a leash Ron's going to give him. Clearly, it's not going to be very long. You heard him in his press conference say, "Kyle's got to go through this too." Dwayne went through it. Let's see what Kyle does. And you know, yeah. and I think. Kyle better play well fast or else the hook might be pulled on him. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think today, Aiden, he said, you know, uh, Kyle is going to be a week-to-week basis. Um, as a starter, I saw J.P. Finley tweet that today, and I was like, whoa, okay. Um, <laughs> that means we could see um, Alex Smith as soon as next week yeah. against the Giants. Yeah, That's... That's scary. scary. That's scary. I don't even think he's been hit in practice yet. No. Nope. Um, that's terrifying. Yeah. But I think it is. 
obviously telling that Dwayne is inactive right now, mm. um, and Alex Smith is the backup yeah. to Kyle Allen this weekend. So that means Alex is back. Yes. I mean, he can play. If he's, the, if he's one play away from stepping on the football field, he's back. And if Alex is back, I want him to start, not Kyle Allen. Um, you know, his leg might need to be insured for half a billion dollars or whatever, but <laughs> he gives you a better chance to win a football game than Kyle Allen, right? Um, yeah, I would I would probably say so. I mean, he hasn't played in, since November of 2018 on that ill-fated day at FedEx Field where he... Yeah, absolutely murdered his leg. But I mean, right. yeah, that you you got to the next po- topic I wanted to get to. Kyle Allen's a starter. Alex Smith is the number two. That means he's going to be in uniform right. on Sunday against the Rams. Like you said, one play, Alex goes in the game. Scary thought, <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. But I mean, I, I can't imagine yeah. how Elizabeth Smith, his wife, feels right uh, now. Yeah, I mean, that documentary you saw, he nearly lost his life. Yeah, and not let alone the leg, he nearly lost his life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- so yeah, I guess that brings me to the next point. Um, if Kyle Allen struggles, these we'll say these next three. I'll give him the three before the bye. Um, the the Rams, then at the Giants and the Cowboys. All not. I'm not gonna say all are winnable games. I'm not sure the Rams this weekend is as winnable as I thought going into the year. Right. Um, Giants certainly winnable. The Cowboys defense is vulnerable. Um, for sure, so maybe that's a winnable game at home, and then you got the bye week. If Kyle's 0-3 and not looking good, I think that might be the time you make the switch, and if we're 2-5, and I guess we would be, and maybe Dallas or Philly leads the division at 3-3 and or whatever it is, then make the move to Alex. You got a lot of division games coming up still on the schedule, and just kind of push through. I think, yeah, like Ron said, like, Two of the next three games are in division, so right. that can really gain us some ground there. So yeah, Alex Smith coming into the into the game is a scary thought. Uh, he's not he's not thrown one single football to Terry McLaurin. <laughs> he's not you know played much with Antonio Gibson. So yeah, and like I want to kind of go back to the Dwayne thing and the weapons. It's just Ron said something telling in the press conference. He said. What they don't show you is some of the frustrations the guys on the sideline are feeling. That is shocking. Because that's, that's very telling. Dwayne and Terry are are boys. You know, mm-hmm. they're they, they played at OSU together and if Terry and Chase are boys. Yeah, yeah. Ch- Chase the two best players on our team are boys with Dwayne Haskins. All Buckeyes. Yep. And if if I don't see, you know, Terry McLaurin, if he's throwing his helmet in frustration or whatever, or talking to Scott on the side saying, like, man, this ain't it, then Dwayne is in a, in a lot of trouble in terms of his career, you know, going forward. Yeah, when he said that, I was trying to think of who would be saying something like that. I think maybe the offensive line, because Dwayne likes to run out of the pocket way before he has to. Um, and run in, runs into sacks a lot of the time, but I know for a fact it wasn't Terry. Uh, it probably was not the defensive line because they're all about, hey, whatever the offense does, you know, whatever. John Allen even said that today. I don't care what the offense does. The defense has to perform. I don't care if they throw a pick six to the one-yard line. we got to stop them. Yep. And that, I love John Allen for that. I want to pay him just because of that mindset forever. Mm-hmm. Um but maybe the maybe the secondary. I, I don't. I can't think of who's saying this I, stuff. I, I, I do not I want to hear the secondary complain about anyone that's not themselves. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and when, re- when in reality they're like the weakest unit on the team. Oh god. Um, except for Kendall Fuller. Oh, O line's probably the weakest unit on the team. I'd say. Oh Which no, tight ends, tight ends, tight ends, tight ends, tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> Logan Thomas we is your team. Is your tight end one? Good god. <laughs> and, um. But anyway, yeah. I want to get back to the future schedule coming up because yeah. this is like the take I was telling you about that I had. Mm-hmm. So the Eagles are leading the division right now. One, two and one, right? Yeah. They have the Steelers and the Ravens next two games, Ooh, man. two L's. They're going to one, five and one. The Cowboys are one and three tied with Washington, um, for second place. They've got the giants easy dub, but Dumb. then the Cardinals, hmm. who I think can beat them. The Cardinals haven't looked good the past two weeks. But I think they're better than that. I think they're better than their last two weeks, but not as good as their first two. Um, kind of in the middle there. And if, if that game's going to be a shootout, because both those defenses aren't good. Oh, yeah. Kyler Murray can win a shootout. Yes. Kingsbury can win a shootout. He's a big 12 coach. Yes. Um, so if the Cowboys go 1-1 one and one there, they're 2-4. and four. And the Washington football team, 
has the Rams this week. They're going to lose one and four. But then the Giants, who are really bad, um, they're really, 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 bad. really bad, really bad. And so I think Kyle Allen gets to start next week after looking okay against the Rams and losing. Mm-hmm. But I think we're going to be down to the Giants early, and Alex Smith comes into that game Ooh. to win it. Ooh. And then we are tied for first place at two and four in the division. And Alex Smith is your starter at FedEx Field against the Cowboys in week. Holy. Uh, what is that? Seven. Yeah. Holy cow. That's just that's, that's how I see all those games playing out. And if that's how it plays out, then I think that's when you go to Alex. That is wild. Because <laughs> you have a chance to win the division, and out of these three quarterbacks, who gives you the best chance to win a football game? If you said, "Hey." It's you, Alex you Smith. Win a football game. It's Alex Smith. Alex Smith. It's Alex Smith. I totally agree with you. Um, you know, he's. It's not just the physical. You know, he's never had the strongest arm. He's never <laughs> been the. Mo- he's never been the most accurate guy. But he's very cerebral. He makes checks at the right. line of scrimmage. He's very intelligent. He's a leader. That's. That's what this team needs. This team needs a veteran leader to tell these young receivers, hey, 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 I got you. You know, I'll, I'll get yeah. you the ball. You're going to get the ball. We're going to go down here and score. The defense is going to make a damn stop, you know, on this drive. So, yeah. I when think Logan Thomas yeah. drops a ball, they don't need somebody to, to clap and be like, dang, we would have had that one. They need someone to be like, hey, dude, it's all right. Go they don't need Dwayne. And I I, maybe Dwayne is, you know, rolling his eyes after a drop or something, you know, and just yeah. giving up or like. He overthrew um, LT on that um, bad interception against the Browns, and I think you could see him just like go, Ugh. like yeah, and that's not the mindset you need as a starting quarterback in this league. Yeah, I think you need confidence a hundred percent of the time, no matter how bad you're playing, because your other offensive players and even the defensive players, because honestly, quarterbacks are the leaders of the team, the whole team. Um, they feed off that confidence. Even if you went out there and throw three interceptions in your first three pass attempts, if you're confident and you're saying, hey, I got it, I'm turning it around, I got you guys, don't worry, they're going to believe you. Because what else, I mean, they have to. You're their quarterback. You don't, Yeah, um, I mean, like, we, looking back on it, probably wasn't the smartest idea. We praised Dwayne in that brutal Jets loss when there was the viral video of going to the offensive line and said, what can I do, yeah. what can I do? No, that's not what you say. You say, I got you all, we, we got this. You know, we could. Yeah, we got this. Not what can I do to make you play better? Yeah, it's it's not what can I do to make you play better. It's here's what I'm gonna do yes. to help you play better. And whether it you know works or not, you at least you know give the guys the confidence. And I just maybe it's true. Maybe the guys just didn't have confidence in in Dwayne from what they saw this year. And I we all saw one, one and three as a very possible start to the schedule. You can't tell me right. Ron didn't see this coming. You know. Yeah. I had, um, I think, two and two at the beginning of the year, but I mm. thought we would beat the Browns easy, but yeah. then I thought the Eagles one was going to be a little dicey. It turned out the opposite of that. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So then let's go, let's talk Ron. We've had our gripes with him this year so far. Um, what What do we think of just the absolute 180 he took between, you know, Friday or whatever the last press conference was before the Baltimore game and then mm-hmm. yet Wednesday's press conference where he said, nope, 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 we're trying to win now. We're doing the short term. What what do you think went through his mind to be able to say, all right, guys, you know, we're maybe we can make a run at this thing? I think what he saw was he, going into that Ravens game, he was thinking to himself, this is a loss. I mean, unless we do some miraculous upset, this is a loss, realistically. You know, he's not going to tell the guys that. No, of course not, no. Um. But he was looking at the Cowboys and Browns and saying, oh, the Cowboys win this game. They have to. You know, they're winning. Yes. They got to they gotta beat them. Look at all that talent. <laughs> and then they gave up 49 points to Baker Mayfield. Well, it was, it was really to Odell. 49 points to Baker Mayfield. To an NFL um, team. And Odell Beckham. Yeah, 49 points to anybody is a lot. 49 points to the Chiefs is a lot. Yeah, um, the Chiefs are not supposed to be scoring 49 points a game. Yeah, there's a reason Big Cat loves his 50 burgers. It's because it's hard to get. Um, but anyway, uh, he saw the Cowboys give up that, that as many points, and he said, well, wait a minute. Maybe they're not that good. Then he saw the Eagles struggle to beat Nick Mullins Ooh. on Sunday Night Football and said, wait, maybe the Eagles aren't good either. And we've already beaten them. Wait, and they wait. tied the Bengals. While you're here, you want to give your uh, Mia culpa on your Nick Mullins take in person. Oh, yeah. I said Nick Mullins wasn't that bad. 
uh, he's he's pretty bad. <laughs> he, he, on that one pick six, he literally just like threw it to the linebacker. I don't even I can't even come up with an explanation he, he, of why he wanted to throw that ball. I said this on the pod with Wood and Solomia. He pressed the wrong button in Madden. That's, that's, what that's exactly what it looked like. <laughs> I mean, it looked like he was playing Xbox and hit X, thinking that he was playing PlayStation. Yeah, but it took. <laughs> but what you're saying ball. is, it took that for the Eagles to get a damn win. Exactly. (laughs) And so Ron saw all that, and he said, well, you know, the goal for this organization is to win long-term, but it would really help the guys that are going to be here next year if we won the division this year. It would help their confidence. It would help, you know, the overall morale of the team. Um, And he said, well, screw it. Let's try to win the division. And uh, I I don't think he believes Dwayne Haskins can win this division. Does anyone Um, really? Do you believe that? I don't. No, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't believe Kyle Allen can either, but... For sure, you know, I agree Ron knows today. him better. Ron knows him better, I guess, so he's given him the reins. Um, I think... I, I've already said this before. I think if you want a quarterback to win the division, it's Alex Smith. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know how he's going to play when he eventually plays. I do think he plays this year. He's going to play. I don't know how that... he's going to handle it with his leg, but, I mean, from what I've seen from him in the past, I, I trust him. We mocked... Um... The Washington Football Talk, the guys we listen to, they're just great. They did their season mm-hmm. preview podcast where they were mocking, and I was mocking the Alex Smith starts number in Vegas was one point five. It's like there's no way that hits. That's gonna go over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's gonna go way over. So maybe we, maybe Vegas knows a lot more that we don't. But anyway, so Vegas always knows. Vegas always knows. So I'm trying to remember what I wanted to. Okay, so then if let's say. It's the worst case scenario. Kyle struggles. Alex comes in, struggles, but like we don't lose every game, so we end up seven and nine. And don't make the and, playoffs. And don't make the playoffs and like the thirteenth pick in the draft. That what, would suck. what do you what, what do you do? Because I mean Alex can come off your books. Mm-hmm. Kyle Allen's not making anything. Dwayne's really making a lot of money, and you know, do do you pursue a a trade? Because clearly, if you're benching him four games into the year, he's not your guy. So you're either looking for a guy. Right. I mean, do you do you um, woo Cam Newton? Do you you know what? I have a take. Uh, yes, please. If um, if it's a so worst case scenario to go seven and nine or six and ten, sorry, and lose the division, and you have like the twelfth pick in the draft, what 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 is the take here? Yeah, so. I know what the owner would want to do, mm-hmm. and I think that's what would eventually get done in in this scenario. So Kyle Allen stays. You just traded a fifth-round pick for him. He he's stays. a good backup. He stays. He's a good backup. He, he, is. he knows the system. Um, so Kyle Allen stays in the backup quarterback next year. You try to get someone to trade for Dwayne Haskins. Maybe you get a sixth for him. Um, I mean, you take that at that point because otherwise you're going to cut him if that scenario plays out and he never sees the field again this year. Yeah. Um, you cut Alex Smith and maybe try to re-sign him on like a minimum deal to be a third quarterback and help out um, around the facility. Or maybe he just retires and you can get him in the front office because that dude's super smart. Yeah. Um, and you want him to be affiliated with your organization for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. But I think if that happens and you're at 13, you think, well, uh, you're not getting Trevor. No. Nope. You're not getting Justin Fields. Probably not. Maybe Trey Lance falls there if you like him, mm. um, but probably not. No, so probably you, 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 you've got to think. Everyone always thinks they have their quarterback set, and we saw it this past draft. You know, teams are trading up to get quarterbacks when you don't think yeah. they need one, and I think 13 is going to be too low to stand pat and take Trey Lance. Yeah, for sure. I, when Dwayne fell to 15 two years ago, I was like, whoa. That was a shock. traded up for him. Um and I think that's why we ended up taking him. But anyway, I think you're going to want – Ron's going to want Cam, and he's going to want to sign him. But I think mm. he re-signs in New England. Uh, he gets a taste of that winning formula, and he doesn't want to leave. Um, but, you know, you look around the division, and there's another quarterback oh, no. that's nearing the end of his contract. And what would Dan Snyder love more than anything else? To stick it is to, to Jerry sign Jones. Jerry Jones's guy, yep. Dak Prescott. Uh, to a long-term contract here in D.C., give him, what, would it be like $35 million uh, a it'd year? Be 38. It'd be 38 Yeah, $38 million a year. I don't want that. 
I wouldn't advise that, He's but not, yeah, no. I would not be surprised if that happened in this worst case scenario and just continue the worst case scenario for you, me. You, you're giving him, you're giving the Cowboys two firsts now, then, because <laughs> they're gonna yeah. tag him. They're gonna tag him again. Yeah, that's true. So maybe I, maybe a transition tag. I think the franchise tag would be like almost forty million anyway. What will the this tra- year? Because this would be the third time in a row, right? Second, it'd just be the second. Oh, then they're definitely tagging him. So that's not working out. I mean, yeah, if, if we want him, it's two first. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it would, I I don't think that's entirely out of the question. I, I didn't think about it, but I don't think that's out of the question. Dan Snyder loves those power moves. But again, this team is not just a quarterback away from competing. No, and you don't want to play here either if you're a player. No. Honestly, like, I wouldn't God, want to no. be the quarterback of the Washington football team or no. whatever name we have next year. No. Yeah, we're going through a terrible. name change and stuff, too. Good. This is. Yeah. <laughs> this organization. I can't wait till we have a real name so I can stop saying WFT every time I talk about the team. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, the, the slip of Redskins that comes out once in a while. Yeah, I almost said it last week on the pod. I had to yeah. I said Washington Red. I say it, you know, just sitting on my couch while we watching the game, I'll just say, I give up right now. (laughs) I'm tired. I don't want to. It just takes too long to say. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway. Uh, um, Yeah. That scenario would be really bad, by the way. I would not like that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Cam, I mean, I think the only way he leaves New England is a long-term deal. Like, Mm -hmm. I think if. If no one else offered, if no team offers him a long term deal, I think he'd go back to New England on a one year deal to see if they can run it back if they don't advance far enough into the playoffs that they want to. But right. I mean, you've got to. I mean, everyone makes up makes it up like these coaches and quarterbacks want to reunite all the time. It doesn't. It doesn't really happen that way. No, so, he's he's gonna go whoever offers him the most money. Yeah, I mean that's that's what drives it. You can say, oh, he likes Ron. Oh, he likes the city of. You know, New England. Oh, maybe he goes back to Raw to Charlotte because he likes it there. No, he's going to go wherever Austin goes. Yeah. Money. That's the only factor. And, that, I, I, uh, and that's the only factor I would care about. What gives him a like? <laughs> well, he did make the point where he said, you know, he said in a recent press conference, "I've made a lot of money. I want to go to the spot where I know I can win and cement my legacy." So I think that yeah. obviously points to New England. I mean, maybe a couple million dollars difference. You choose the team that's going to let you win, but yeah, if like, it's yeah. ten million dollars a year, you're not choosing the lower one. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't think about that. Um, Bill Belichick doesn't like paying quarterbacks a lot of money. Mm. I mean, Brady was always underpaid there. He's making sixteen million dollars a year yeah. every year. Um, so you know, maybe Cam does leave. Um, I don't know if he would want to come here or if we would even pony up enough money to pay him because you know Ron knows we're not a quarterback away. Um, so maybe, but, but I, I would be very shocked to see Cam Newton in a Washington football team uniform, um, for sure, just because that's, that would be the best quarterback that I would watch in that uniform in my lifetime. Yes, 100%. Um, and that would be a shocking revelation to me. Come on, Jason Campbell, uh, show some respect. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> uh, don't forget John Beck. John Beck. Oh, yeah, John, you can't even get the name right. It was John Beck and it was, it was Todd Collins. <laughs> Oh, Todd Collins. That was the other one, yeah. Mm. Hey, he won four games at the end of the 07 year to get us to the playoffs. Anyway. Heck yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's go back to the guy that is now presumably inactive. What is his future as, I don't know if I'm even going to go starter, what's his future in the NFL look like? Well, um, I, I'd say he has a decent chance of getting back on the field again this year. Um, yep. Just because I know Kyle Allen's going to be bad. Maybe not the first couple of games, but eventually he's going to be bad. Um, Alex will probably come in at that point, but you don't know what he's going to look like uh, after that horrific injury. You don't know if he's going to be able to evade pressure, and what if he gets hit on that leg again? Uh, you know, you pray to God it doesn't happen, but what if he gets injured again and that leg just doesn't hold up? I mean, Dwayne's going back out there. Yeah. And um, so maybe if he does that, he can play to be the quarterback of the team next year if he prepares and turns his life around as a professional athlete but i wouldn't bet on that um so maybe he plays well enough to go somewhere else and we can trade him uh but if he doesn't get on the field again this year he is going to be cut most likely from our team not traded and he probably signs somewhere as a backup quarterback you know um 
Where's uh, Josh? Josh Rosen's on the practice squad of the Buccaneers. I right? like. Here's an interesting fit for Dwayne. Dwayne needs to go to Pittsburgh. That would be awesome. He needs to go to Pittsburgh. He needs to sit behind Ben Roethlisberger. They're very similar build of quarterback. Yep. Strong arm. Same way too. Ben's not. Ben's mobile, but he's more guys bounce off of him. You know, <laughs> they're very similar. I think Dwayne needs that tutelage. Like honestly, you're not getting it from Case Keenum and Colt McCoy. Sorry to those dudes. No disrespect, but yeah, you need to, you need to talk to a two time Super Bowl champ. I think Pittsburgh would be the perfect spot for Dwayne. If if it's a trade for a fifth or a sixth round pick or a just a cut and they sign him on a one year deal, you know, I mean, I think that would be a spot where. If he learns, and Mike Tomlin is great with dudes, like he's great with players. Mm-hmm. So if he could get, you know, under the Mike Tomlin tutelage, I think he could end up being a successful starting quarterback in this league again. I just don't think Rivera benched him. I don't think, I don't think it's he's the future in Washington anymore. As sad as it as it is to say, no, I think that's out the window. Uh, I do agree. Ben Roethlisberger would be the perfect perfect person for him to apprentice under, and they both wear um, seven. Yeah, yeah, they do both wear seven. Although I don't think Dwayne will be able to wear it uh, after Ben retires, if that's the case. Uh, no, um, no, no, no. But no, heck, no. you said two times Super Bowl winning quarterback. It might be three by that time with how good that defense that, is. They're my dark horse, but yeah, <laughs> they're going to be really, uh, really good. I'm not picking it. They're not coming out of the AFC with, all those, with all those big boys. But mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be, su- I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. with that defense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it, I, it's sad to say it's the end of an era, but it was a very short you know, one I had, at that. I had really high hopes for Dwayne coming into this year, and now I'm just like, why did I let myself believe that? I know. Um, and but like, that's what you do as a fan. You just let yourself believe it. Yeah. I mean, look at look at Solomia believing in Baker right now, and you know that's just going to all fall apart. He's looked pretty good so far. Give him yeah, a break. Yeah, but the Browns, bro. The Browns. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, to the people, to the... Or are, are we calling them Dwayne stands that are all over Twitter? <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Yeah. People and then Dwayne stands and the people within. I'll call out some people that like cover the team that say they they were all on what we were saying last week. Dwayne looked good, you know, he's got a chance. And then they come out and say, "Well, this wasn't a surprise." You're allowed to say you're shocked at this move. Like yeah. it's a big deal. Four games in, and you're in the mix, and you bench your. You know, who you hope is your franchise quarterback who's drafted in the first round last year. Yeah, I mean, even the the guys on the Washington Football Talk pod said that last week Dwayne looked like Kirk Cousins out there, and you Ooh. wouldn't bench Kirk Cousins. Uh, yeah. Kirk Cousins is a starting quarterback, so that was definitely a surprise. If he, he had been, if he had been benched after the Browns game, I would have said, that's too early, but I'm not surprised. Um, but right. doing it after that game, I was like, why would you even let him... If that was your bar of the bench him by, why would you even let him start today? Yeah, why would you throw... I mean, maybe you, you want... The Rams' defense is not the Ravens' defense, so maybe it's... You don't want to throw... I mean, but Kyle oh, Allen's no. you played in the system. I don't know. It's not a... Oh, no. Jalen Ramsey's best interception play is cutting on those quick slants, and that's all we're going to run. Oh, and you know who's oh, going to follow. No. He's going to follow 17 all day. Yeah. So oh, no, that's gonna be bad. Oh man, Jalen Ramsey loves jumping on those routes. Yeah. All right, then the last thing. <laughs> then the last thing is, I guess we need to reevaluate what we're gonna see on Sunday from this Washington team. Yeah. Um. What? Without like predicting a score, we'll get to that in a second. What? What will we see out of not just Kyle, but the offense? What will be different, better, or worse? And maybe does the defense come out and play better? Chase Young came back to practice today, so. What, what what's going to be what are we going to see on Sunday from this team? I think you're going to see um, a lot of those wide receiver screens and running back screens. Uh, a lot of what we saw last week from the offense. I think to try to get Dwayne into rhythm. I think Kyle Allen needs that because he's just not as purely talented as Dwayne is. He might arm talent. Better, I ag- arm, arm talent. I, arm talent. I agree with you. I think. Yeah. That's probably the only advantage, if it is, that Dwayne even has on him. Right, yeah, so he doesn't have the arm talent, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So he's not going to be stretching the field um, as as much as Dwayne could, but I think you're going to see a lot of those behind-the-line-of-scrimmage passes get the guards out in space, try to pull and block some DBs. 
Um, and I don't know how well that works, especially against the Rams um, with their really, really good defensive line. 99, uh, 99, 99, 99. That's my guy. Rams are my second favorite team, if you didn't know that, <laughs> listening to this podcast. Um, Rams up. I even threw them a yeah. Rams up this week. Yeah, you did. I, I just listened to that. That was awesome. Uh, after you said they were pretenders, but we won't get into that. They, um, come on. <laughs> but anyway. Make I me eat crap, Rams. Make me eat crap. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's what I'm going to That's what I think we're going to see from the offense and a lot of runs as well. I think this is going to be a big week for Antonio Gibson. Uh, yeah. start him in PPR for sure. If you have him in PPR, start him. If you don't have like three really great running backs. Um, but the defense I think has a chance to be really good this week. Uh, the Rams only put up 17 on the giants last week. They're awful. Yeah. The giants are, it's like the Ram- the Rams frustrate me so much. They keep forgetting <laughs> Cooper cup exists yeah. and it drives me crazy. He had two catches at halftime. And then after halftime, he broke the big score touchdown, yeah. broke the big score that put the game away and had like six catches for a hundred yards in the second half. It was insane. Just give the ball to Cooper cup, please. But if they don't do that, I think David has a really good day. Uh, and Jared Goff isn't mobile. So Chase Young being back, uh, look Bitter. for because Chase Young is back. Look for Montez Sweat to get two sacks. <laughs> the reverse psychology. Yeah, because they're going to double. Gonna be double yeah. teaming him. Yeah, the yeah. I agree with you. Um, the the quick screen game, the draw plays at a shotgun will nullify Aaron Donald's pass rush. I mean, do it as best you can. That dude's still a beast. He's the best defense, oh, one of the best defensive tackles to have ever played this game. Over under. Uh, one and a half sacks for Aaron Donald. Hey, I put this. I they didn't they didn't mention it in their pod. I said one point seven five was the number because oh, you can, because you can get a half you can sack. get a half sack. I yeah. think so. The point seven five is the equivalent of the hook. Yeah, I'm gonna I go. I'd go over that. I'd go under. I think one really? one and a half is the number he gets. You think because we're gonna do quick quick passes, a lot of lot of running, not a lot. I mean, well. I mean, if the Rams are up fourteen nothing, then it's that's out the window. Then yeah, then Donald gets like four sacks if the Rams go up quickly. Um, yeah. I do think. I mean, despite all I've said, we've been hating on Kyle. You know, it's kind of unfair. He's an NFL quarterback. I hope he plays. And I hope we are all wrong. I hope we're silly. I hope he's the starting quarterback for this team for the next fifteen years. I hope Kyle Allen balls out. Like people that always say I'm so negative, not just about like this team, but other teams. I hope I'm wrong. This is to you too, Garrett. I hope I'm wrong. Please hope I know. If if, if Virginia Tech beats UNC this weekend, do you think I'm going to be upset about that? No. 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 <laughs> so I, be. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Kyle yeah. balls out, and I think he has a better chance to do that, do so this week, because of the you know the shock, for, maybe the shock of the Rams defense. They like, go, oh, it's not Dwayne, like. How much they're not going to prepare that much differently, but still, it's a different quarterback going out there, different skill set. I yeah, still think. You, yeah. You, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I still think the Rams win. I guess we're getting to predictions. I just think the secondary can't hold up. I think Cooper Cup, and um, I think Cooper Cup hits a big play, but Robert Woods is the leading um, targets and receptions guy for the Rams, and the Rams win. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, you you kind of touched on it. Um. What was I? I'm gonna say I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> anyway, my prediction is the Rams win. Um, I was thinking that before before Dwayne was benched. Anyway, um, and oh, I remember what I was gonna say. So you tailor your offense to the talent you have. So Kyle Allen kind of has an advantage here because he's a different quarterback than Dwayne. So the offense isn't gonna look the exact same. And the Rams have no film of that. Um, they have film of him in Carolina with different weapons. Though. Yeah. So it's it's the first time you're going to be seeing Kyle Allen with these weapons. So we might start hot, might get out to ten nothing lead, um, maybe ten seven lead because the defense doesn't do as well. But I think the Rams go roll from there. Um, as far as score is concerned, I've got uh, the Rams twenty seven, Washington Football Team twenty. I'll go with that. Um, I think we cover. It's just yes. still eleven and a half. Um, no, it's it's oh, you think it's at eleven and a half? It started there, I think. It's it. Vegas is crazy. They've it's last time I saw it. And I'm trying to get this to load. I don't know why it's not loading. I if I'm not mistaken, I saw it much lower than that. Now it's seven. 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 So right on your number. So we push. <laughs> I have the same. Seven. I have the same margin. I had thirty-four twenty-seven. I think the offense gets going a little bit here. 
Ooh, 27. Well, I, did, and I, I, but, I would kill to put up 27 points. Yeah, but I did, and I like I said, I think the defense wears down. Jimmy Moreland yeah. is not... Also, what happened to Fabian Moreau? Where Fabian his, Moreau's been running uh, Gunner on punt team. Where, is he, where yeah. are his snaps? Is he hurt? Is he benched? Like, he's, I benched in favor of Ronald Darby, I guess. Good I mean, he's, he's not good in the slot. Uh, Cam Curl's been playing in the slot over Jimmy Moreland recently. That's strange. That's... I don't yeah. know what's going on. That's a whole different pod. He, he played uh, nickel corner in uh, at Arkansas and, yeah. and safety, so he's kind of like that hybrid that can play everywhere in the secondary, and he's actually been good. Cam Curl's a baller, man. Start him at free safety. Get rid of Troy Apke. Put Dude, Jimmy Moore cut back him. In cut there Troy so Apke right now. Watching Troy Apke. Yeah, but like the most disappointing player I think has been um, Landon, man. Yeah. You're making a ton of money, dude. $15 million a year <laughs> please, to miss tackles. Please open field. stop. Stop missing tackles and stop, you know, holding people. <laughs> yeah. Stop doing it. He's been disappointing. Um, I just hope he can turn it around because we've got guaranteed money on that deal for the next two years, I think. So he we've seen him do start, it before. But he um, needs to start making plays. It is, it is kind of hard, though, when you're uh, – if, if saying he is a good player, I don't know if he still is or not, but if you're the one good player in a bad secondary, you tend to still look bad with the rest of the secondary. So the thing that worries me the most about him is the missing tackles in the open field. That's basic. That's, that's, Pop, that, that's Pop Warner, dude. Like, you don't yeah. miss tackles as a safety. Don't do it. I mean, Landon was touted as a great you know, run-stopping safety, hard-hitting thumper. But he's he's getting stiff armed by Lamar Jackson. Like yeah. just hit it. A poor man. A poor man's Jamal Adams at this point. Not yeah, great in coverage. Not the best in coverage. But will you know? Landon was supposed to get like you know, blitzing sacks. He was supposed to be great in run support, and he's just not been that so far. Yeah, he. I, I, I hope to see him turn around because I was a big fan of his on the Giants. Yeah. Um, even though I, I don't like the Giants, but he was really good for them on bad defenses, for and sure. he's not been. He's been bad on our bad defense. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just hope he turns it around. Yeah, I hope I hope Washington turns it around, and obviously, hopefully, we can compete for this division. So, yeah, before I hope we get Kyle Allen yeah. is the next great Washington quarterback. Please, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get too much into a deep dive of this uh, Washington roster, so we'll end it there. Uh, yep, uh, we'll see where you the don't want cur- more Cam Curl analysis. Nah, not maybe save that for a future pod. <laughs> yeah, the but, Cam Curl pod. Yeah, hopefully, like like we said, we'll end it with Kyle Allen. I hope you ball, but. Our expectations are low. Yes, indeed. All right, thanks, Garrett, for coming on, and thanks, you all, for uh, tuning in. Enjoy your football weekend. Thanks for this, listening to this extra pod this week. Take care. Thank you.